welcome to the Student of Money podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to connect listeners like you to a community of like-minded individuals to help you achieve your goal of financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. This is episode 19. Hey, I hope everybody out there had a great 4th of July weekend. The 4th of July is one of my favorite holidays, and growing up as a kid, I got great memories of July 4th. My hometown of Independence, Iowa, always had a big celebration and a lot of events. After all, America's fame is in its name, or at least that's what the billboard always said driving into town. So it also probably has to do with my service in the Marine Corps. Military service almost always comes with a feeling of national pride and patriotism. Anyone can be successful in the United States, regardless of where you come from. And I know that's saying a lot, but it's true. It's a matter of choice. You can't control where you grow up, how much money you had, the color of your skin, if you're male or female, regardless of your religion, age, or even if you're a citizen or not, you can be successful and financially free. Now, I know I can never be a professional athlete or an A-list celebrity. I know I'd never make it through medical school or get a PhD in physics. In those professions, there are barriers to entry for me, but not in financial freedom. In the United States of America, anyone can be financially free, and I hope you celebrated that freedom with me this last weekend. All right, let's get on to this week's topic. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that typically comes up in a sales and marketing conversation, but it really needs to be something that needs to be there in the beginning of every plan for wealth creation. If you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, you're actively trying to grow this. If you're an investor, you're actively looking to invest in it. If you're working on your personal development, you're trying to improve it. And what is this viable asset? It's your brand or brand identity. If I talk about Coca-Cola or Tesla or DirecTV, you immediately have feelings about the brand or the company. You either like it or you don't. Things you know, like, and trust, you invest or spend your money on. Brands are valuable, so valuable that when you sell or buy a business, you have to put a dollar amount just on the brand name itself. For example, in 2005, I sold my first company, Aerolink Communications. The terms of the deal specified so many dollars for the customer base and future earnings, right? And then there's so many dollars for the physical assets or the inventory, And then there's so many dollars for the brand name. Now, most of you have probably never heard of Aerolink Communications, and that's okay. But that name recognition or brand was valuable enough to a competitor that they had to pay me money to use it in the future or even pay me money to stop using it in the future. Because I had a system and a brand in place. And it was so popular that I actually started to do franchise agreements with other wireless ISP owners and operators in other communities. Now, it seems obvious that a business owner would want to build a brand. 
and an investor would want to invest into brands. I mean, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway own several household brand names, names like Dairy Queen, Geico Insurance, Fruit of the Loom, Hellsberg Diamonds, American Express, and a lot more. As a real estate professional and a landlord property management, my portfolio of properties represents a brand that tenants know, like, and trust. My website name, kirkwoodhousing.com, already tells the prospect where the apartments are located, on what side of town, and many already assume that it's student housing. So let's bring this topic down to your personal brand. See, early on, I avoided a personal brand and wanted the business to have the brand and the name. After all, I didn't want my name attached to the brand. I wanted to be the quiet guy behind the scenes that just benefited from the brand. But it's where, you know, its success wasn't necessarily tied to my personal brand. In other words, I wanted my cake and eat it too. And sometimes that worked and sometimes not. See, you're betting on the horse and not the jockey. And what I found out is every bank and investor wants to know who the jockey actually is. They have to know, like, and trust the jockey much more than the horse. And I'll say it again because it's important. If they know, like, and trust you, they will spend money with you and invest in you. People make decisions mainly on emotions and then gather facts or statistics to support their emotional decisions. When you work for someone else, you're there to promote and add value for your employer's brand. When you learn to become financially free, you're there to promote and add value to your brand because the brand has intrinsic value. So I hope I've given you something to think about. Whenever you're building a business plan or acquiring a new business, please think about how you can increase the intrinsic value of the brand or even a complete rebrand if it's necessary. Always be mindful of your personal brand because you just can't rebrand yourself as easily as you can some old business. Not everyone bets on the horse, okay? It takes both a good horse and a great jockey to win the race. So that's all I have for this week. Make sure you like and subscribe to our other podcasts as well as to our channels on YouTube and Facebook. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and remember, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Now go take action.